What's up, Houdat Nation? Welcome to the Dome Patrol podcast, brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network. Instant reaction following the Saints pick at number 71. Shock horror, we haven't traded up. Um, this time, we've taken a running back. Um, joining me to discuss that uh, again, like earlier, uh, is Wesley. Wesley, you okay? How do you feel about this pick? So good, man. I mean, I feel weird because the Saints are like, doing exactly what they should be doing, drafting exactly the players they should be drafting and avoiding making the trades that they should avoid making. Um, this is a, I don't know, it's, it's weird. And so this, I mean, I'm not going to get off on this right now. Let's talk about Kendra Miller, but I mean, this makes me start questioning how many things Sean Payton has screwed up in the past. Like can, if, if this draft goes perfect, then we don't make weird trades. I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting some heat on Sean Payton. This this, this seems like a lot of things maybe were his fault. Now of course we made some good picks too, but it's uh, I'm excited I, I'm excited about Miller. Good good TCU kid that uh, that's gonna come in here and play running back and play for us in this first year for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We we talked about him on the instant reaction after the um, after the pick of Foskey when we were discussing what we might do and his name you brought his name up. Um, he visited with the Saints during the draft process, so it's clear that the Saints had um, an idea for him. Um, again, another really, really good RAS score. 988 on the RAS score, which again fits. Well, and also, too, again, we're talking about when we factor in these athletic scores, I mean, we factor in their size. This is a 5'11, 215 pound guy. So, I mean, not only is he athletic, but he is a monster to bring down. And, like, you know, you can't tell necessarily what his specialty is. Like, he hasn't caught a lot of balls at TCU. I think only 26 receptions in his career. Um, but that's not his fault. That's because TCU doesn't throw the ball to their running back. Yeah. He has been very clear about that he is a receiving running back and can catch the ball and will catch the ball. And, is, um, and, and I mean, he's made comments about that because people have asked him about his development. Um, but I mean, this is a guy that can, can get upfield and hey, he didn't test. He had a knee injury that made him miss the national championship game. So he didn't test yeah. at the combiners pro day, but this guy is incredibly fast for a 215 pound running back. And he looks like one of those guys that whatever he, however fast he measures when he hits a hole and cuts up field, he looks even faster. Yes. Like he is, he is a super fast uh, running back. From from the highlights, or the very very brief highlights I've seen before we before we jumped on to, to to record this, he's very much a one cut and go, see a hole, hit the hole, and if he gets through the hole, he's really difficult to bring down um, to bring down and stop. Um, Thing I like about Miller too, I don't know if you saw this, he's not even 21 yet. Yeah, young guy, one of the youngest guys in the draft. I like that, especially for a running back. He also. Um, I think he, he's been at TCU for a couple of years, but was only like the featured running back for one year. So not a lot of wear and tear on him. I mean, obviously he had the, the MCL injury, but um, there's no reason to be concerned about that. It was a, a typical kind of injury that people recover from. Um, but uh, I don't know. And, you know, I think that a lot of us got lost in the Ty J Spears stuff and thinking about the Alvin Kamara suspension and some of the other running backs, and even, you know, the, the, the running back from A&M. A lot of us got with Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended. We need a guy who can play like and replace Alvin Kamara. We don't. No. One, there isn't 
anybody else who plays like Alvin Kamara. There's very few people. And to draft a rookie and hope that he's going to do that, we need a running back that we can hand the ball to, who can not fumble the ball, and who can run the ball for three or four yards per carry. You know? Yeah. Um, and this is a guy that can do that. And him and Jamal Williams are both going to be able to catch the ball. But it, I guess it, to say, like, oh, we got to replace Alvin Kamara for six games is stupid. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're you're kind of insulting what makes Alvin Kamara special. Um, so um, pr- probably a smart thing for them not to go with the smaller, more athletic guy that has caught a lot of balls. Now, again, I wouldn't have been mad about Zach Charbonnet. That's a, that's a special dude um, that can also catch the ball. But he also, um, you know, went, went earlier. Um, he, he, uh, he rounded out the, uh, in, in the second round. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, but when, when and if Kamara comes back from the spot, I say if, when Kamara comes back from his suspension, that's a nice three-headed monster well, in the backfield. But also, so when, when, when Kamara's not suspended, this allows Kamara to go be a slot receiver. It allows yep. him to go out wide because you've got two running backs who can both be handed the ball and can both catch the ball beyond Kamara. So I think it really, um, I mean, it sets us up good because we can, again, play that, uh, the, 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 what we do with Taysom and with Kamara where you're not really sure what position people are playing and how they're coming out and what, what they're going to do. Uh, I, think, I think it helps a lot. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. And again, this is, I mean, the Saints didn't trade. They stayed home and they drafted maybe our three biggest needs, three of our four biggest yeah. needs. I still think we need a big pass catcher. But three of our four biggest needs, um, I mean, and I'm really looking at, we can go anywhere with our next picks. Like, we can yeah. just draft the best player. Like, there is not a position. That, yes, we want linebacker depth. Yes, we want safety depth. Um, yeah, we, we'd like another big pass catcher to be developing. Are any of those people in the fourth round going to start? No. So, so like, I, we, we, don't, we don't have a quote-unquote hole anymore. Um, we, we maybe have some depth issues and areas where I'd like to, you know, find somebody to develop for 2024 and 2025. But right now we don't have a hole in this team and like we could play a game tomorrow with, with yeah. the roster that we have. Yeah. And, and I, and I think it would be a pretty good team. We can now put out with the, with the, with the holes we've kind of addressed and filled. Yeah. I mean, I mean, taking on Yamada, who's been, you know, un, under, underperforming for years um paying a quarter of his salary to brian breezy and have that energy i'm I'm all about that yeah to lose to i say lose everybody keeps talking about how we lost davenport's production who did not have the no sack last year um uh, you know trading him for isaiah foskey i'm gonna go out on a limb early prediction sure to go wrong foskey is gonna have more sacks in 2023 than davenport had in 2022 I agree. I'm, I'm just going to just gonna put that out there. Um, and then, you know, Kendra Miller um, is going to have more yards this year than Mike Mark Ingram had last year. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that those, those, those things will work out for us and they're, they're upgrades, um, areas we needed them. Um, as I, this team, to me, this team right now, roster-wise, even outside of Derek Carr, is better than it was last year. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. So... What we've got the next picks for fourth round. What what, what do you what, what's your gut feel for what well, uh, what might go down in the fourth round? Well, well, just real quick before we get there, I want to like so. God bless the Detroit Lions that are having one of the weirdest drafts I've ever seen, <laughs> doing doing strange things. 
but thank them for two picks, three picks before us taking Hendon Hooker. So we didn't even have to have that conversation. Yes. Um, so, so, so thank you Lions for trading up and taking care of that. Um, you know, if Drew Sanders, a linebacker out of Arkansas, if he'd have, he got taken at 67, I, I mean, if he would have fell, I would have, I would have liked seeing him, but then players that are available right now that we, when we pick Kendra Miller, I mean, Garrett Williams, the cornerback out of Syracuse has been a big deal. Both of the wide receivers out of Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman are available. Um, you know, a, a couple of players, Tucker Kraft, the tight end that, that a lot of people thought about. Ty J Spears was available. Devin Ashane out of Texas A&M was available. Trenton Simpson, the big linebacker out of Clemson. Uh, Tank Bigsby's available. Like, um, there's, 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 there's people there um, for, for us to kind of choose between. So, uh, we were in a good spot, I think, um, for for uh, for where we are, and I'm I'm glad that we stayed pat, and uh, I'm really glad with the Kendra Miller pick. Yeah, no, no, no. One, I, I, one I, thing I, I was gonna, well, sorry, Jim. One thing I was gonna say that's come out in the last um, since since the Foskey pick was made. So, and I'll just talk about both of the first two guys that we picked. So Breezy lost his, young, his younger sister last year, and his whole family yeah. was wearing shirts that said Ella Strong. Like this is a guy who has a reason to work hard and hold himself accountable. And he holds himself to a different level personally, just the way, you know, what he's lost and what he's been through in his family. So just a good character guy that we know is going to come in and work his butt off. Isaiah Foskey just posted a picture wearing his Saints hat, draft hat. He's at the hospital with a friend of his. A friend of his had his grandfather um, get very sick and, you know, look like he's going to maybe not make it through the day. Yeah. And so a friend told him, I can't make it to your draft party. I've got to be at the hospital. 30 minutes after Foskey was drafted, he was on his way to the hospital to be with his friend instead of hanging out at his draft party. So Isaiah Foskey's wearing a Saints hat in the hospital, being there for his friend. I mean, just talk about a character guy. And that's two guys that were drafting right there that like, they got a lot to play for. They sounds like they got a lot of people. They care about um, the people around them. They care about how they're going to be, um, you know, perceived. Um, sounds yeah. like guys will be good in the community. Like, obviously we're reading into all this stuff that we know in just the last 24 hours, but looks like the right kind of guys that we want in our locker room good dudes. that are going to come in. And both of these guys, in order to reach the level that they need to, to be worth the 29th and 40th pick, are going to have to work their asses off. Yeah. Both of them look like guys who want to do that and excited to work their asses off. So pretty, pretty, pretty cool stuff to 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 see from the two of them. Yeah, they're good, good character players. It's always, it's always good to, it's always good to see that. Always good to see that. So yeah, so um, day three then. Um, what are your expectations for day three? Any movement? Are we going to take all eight picks that There's, we have? I just, I just, I, okay. I don't see us using the final five picks and using all of them, and I'm okay with that. I think at this point we've talked about how the saints are. Jeff Ireland makes a list of a hundred players that he's interested in. 102 players have been drafted now. Yeah. Okay. If Jeff Ireland has 12, 15, I'm, I'm sure he has 20 players that, that haven't been drafted. He needs to get two of them. Yeah. And like, again, where we're at on this, this, Listen, a, a sixth round offensive guard that, you know, has played for a small school and never gave up a sack probably isn't going to be a starter in the NFL. Isn't no. going to be the answer when Pete leaves next year. So 
like we don't need to waste our time on that. Um, there are positions that make a lot more sense. Uh, let's get a let's get a great special teamer. Um, let's get a linebacker that can develop over a couple of years to play behind Demario. Yeah. Um, there, there's there's a, let's get a safety that's just athletic and can move around and maybe play a little slot and just back somebody up and make a tackle. But again, be a special teams player. Um, let's get some guy some guy that's got a big body and see if he can you know figure out how to you know catch the ball with his hands over the over the course of the summer. Um, you know, if there's two guys that are still left there, um, if we can get two guys left in his, his top 100, I'd, I'd be happy with that. So, um, I, I think that's what we need to focus on. No, I don't want to take five more picks. I'm good. Let's take three, maybe two. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset because, because we, we've got, we've got uh, a fourth, two fifths and two, and a seven, no? a fourth, a fifth and two sevenths left, haven't we? Yes. Unless I'm missing a pick somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you got to miss one because you said eight picks, and we've only yeah. taken three, so that would be yeah. five left. Yeah, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I I don't envisage that the Saints are going to be taking five more players, uh, five more players tonight. Um, you're talking about Jeff Island. We have board. two. We have two fifths, by the way. Two That's fifths. what you're missing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about Jeff Island and his board, it's interesting that he's the one that's been making the first calls to the players this year. And and previously, it's always been Mickey Loomis that's been doing that, I think. So it's interesting to see Jeff Island taking the, more making the first call to the the players. But I guess as the director of scouting or whatever his... Assistant general manager. Okay. I I think it makes sense because we talk about every year that at some point somebody's going to offer him a general manager job and we're screwed because um, he's not going to take the title if Mickey's still going to do the job. Like if, if we're not just going to make Mickey the, you know, the, the president of blah, blah, blah. And, Oh, Jeff Ireland, you're the general manager, but so you can have the title, but still Mickey's doing the job. Maybe this is a sign of letting Jeff Ireland do the job. Yeah. Um, and so and maybe this is a way that keeps Jeff Ireland here until there is a transition from him to Mickey. Um, so, I, listen, if, I think as long as we can keep Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland and Kai Harley working together in some sort yeah. of tandem um, and until they get proven wrong, um, I'd like for that uh, that little trio to stay together yeah. no matter what their titles are. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I agree. I agree. Right, have you got anything else before we wrap this one up? No, man, this is uh, just pleasantly surprising. Um, I've been expecting some sort of weird drama. I Believe me, I, I did not think that we would take Hendon Hooker, but I, just as he was falling, I'm like, oh, please don't have this. I mean, at, at, at 71, he maybe is worth, I mean, if it works, he needs three years to develop under Carr, but I don't want to have that conversation for three years every time that car throws an interception or has a, no. a bad game or something like that so um no this is this is perfect this is three huge needs and three huge holes filled immediately on the team and we truly we can really draft the best player available moving forward yeah. we don't have to even factor in position we can take whoever's there that makes the most sense um, no, unless they're a quarterback <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the Saints do uh, tomorrow afternoon, um, or tomorrow evening, my 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 time when uh, when the third day of the uh, the NFL draft kicks off, and also once that's finished, 
then it's where the saints shine, isn't it? After that, it's going and picking up all the UDFAs. So, the, UD, uh, the UDFAs that want to come in and play. Right. So, so yeah, so looking forward to that. Right. So uh, thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol podcast uh, for the instant reaction to the third round pick. Um, we'll be we'll back get another you. recap after the draft is over too. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, we'll, 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 we'll do a full recap of, uh, or a quick recap of the day three, uh, the day three picks uh, tomorrow once, uh, once that's over. But yeah, Wesley, thanks for joining me. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, and thanks, Houdat Nation. We will uh, we will catch you soon. Houdat.